start to your day, a great ending to your day, a great rest of your week, whatever the situation is. I hope that all of you are doing well and blessed. For today's topic, we are going to discuss, or rather I I am going to speak on ignorance. Yes, ignorance. Now, why am I broaching this subject? Why have I decided to talk about ignorance? Well, being a member of my church, Christ Victory Center International, my pastor, Pastor Theodore Brown, at times he would make the statement that ignorance can get you killed. That not knowing can get you in trouble. Now, as it states in the scripture. And when doing research on ignorance or people not knowing and throughout my life when i've seen people not know certain things they end up in trouble putting themselves in situations they shouldn't have been in the first place and more recently, at my AT&T job, spew of ignorance. So today, we're going to talk about it and explain why we don't want to be ignorant of anything, and more so to the things of God. But, but before we get into it, whenever I, for those who don't know, whenever I or God leads me to teach about a subject, I always prefer and like to start out the, the lesson, for lack of a better term, by defining the word. Because if we don't know what the word means from the get-go, how can you further understand the meaning of the word from a broad perspective? So, according to 1828 Webster Dictionary, and that's my go-to source when looking up any word definition because 
for those who don't know, 1828 Webster's, Webster's Dictionary is the closest correlation when defining a word in connection to the Word of God. And that's why I, I prefer to use that source. So according to that source, they define ignorance as the lack of knowledge, education, or awareness. Now think about that. Lack of knowledge, lack of education, or awareness. And I like how they put or awareness. Personally, I would accept the or, I would choose and, because you don't want to lack in either awareness, knowledge, or education. You want to be, for lack of a better term, you want to be aware of all three things. You don't want to, oh, here we go. You don't want to, you don't want to be blind to all three things, metaphorically or physically. So let's break down those three words real quick. What is knowledge? Well, knowledge is, is something that you learn, whatever the subject might be. A something knowledge is gaining is gained by learning and when you learn you're now educating yourself and through education you could possibly teach others just like the school system you're educating not only through other people specifically teachers and professors and then you could possibly and we should be passing that knowledge onto others and then awareness well that's being essentially having an eye for everything that's around you philosophically emotionally physically and psychologically And when we don't have all three things in check, we are ignorant. And when we are ignorant, we can get in trouble. But let me go back just a little bit. Another reason why I felt the need to teach about this subject is because of the worldly philosophy and pertaining to ignorance. You know, I, I remember Kendrick Lamar. I believe it was Kendrick Lamar. He had he had a song. And it it was Ignorance is Bliss. You know, when I was younger, I never understood that that phrase. Never. Like I always questioned because back then, I used to always think that if if you're being called ignorant, that you're stupid, which is not true at all. It's not true. It just means that you don't know. And I used to be confused because why would being stupid 
be in correlation with blissfulness. Why? It, it, it never made any sense to me because bliss or being in a state of bliss means that you're happy, that you're joyful. So why would being stupid, why would anyone have joy in being stupid? Or now that I got a revelation on the word, why is there joy into being ignorant, to not knowing, to not be self-aware, to not be educated? Why is there joy in that? But you see, that's the world's mindset. They want you to not see the things of God. All they want to do is show you things of evil and then portray them as things of God or things of goodness. For example, Biden, when he first came into office, one of his first acts as president was to release, excuse me, was to rescind Donald Trump's 19, excuse me, 1776 project report. Now, what was the 1776 project? That essentially was a report, an educational report on the beginnings of the United States of America. Because with, for those who don't know, America was officially founded on July 4th, 1776. So why doesn't he, why, why did he rescind that? Don't, wouldn't you want to be educated or at least have the option to educate yourself on that? Why rescind it? Why don't you want people to know? Oh, here's another thing. Biden, President Biden, his attempt to discontinue the gasoline industry and push electric cars. Now, let me make this clear. Even though I prefer gasoline powered vehicles, I am not against electric vehicles, not against them whatsoever, because they do have a benefit. They do. If you are someone who travels a lot, it saves a lot of money. I, I, I remember when I worked at Petco, one of my managers had a hybrid vehicle. I think it was a Hyundai. And... I believe they got more than between 40 and 44 miles, 45 miles per gallon or whatever the standard equation is. And that was with the hybrid vehicle. Now, the only downfall is, you know, when your battery needs changing, it, it could cost up to dollars unless you do it yourself. And even with that, the battery itself is very, very expensive.
very expensive. But here's my problem with Biden on that, real quick. He's trying to push the agenda of, oh, it's killing the, the gasoline, is killing the environment. Oh, the fossil fuel. Look at the gas prices. Wait a minute. Hold on. What's powering, powering those electric bat those batteries in the electric car? Fossil fuel. <laughs> what? Fossil fuel. And and you want to blame it on fossil fuel? Okay. And then you, this damn president is going to Saudi Arabia. Wait a minute. Wasn't Saudis the one that caused 9-11? Oh, wait. That was the Iraq. My bad. That was the Iraqis. That, that's why we went into war in the first place, right? Hmm. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and it was funny with the, the, the video. I've been trying to fist bump, uh, I believe, the prince. And it was just a whole mess. I mean, the nerve. The nerve. How about opening the damn Keystone Project project pipeline, huh? Jeez. All right, I'm going to leave that alone. I'm, gonna, I'm getting a little annoyed, so let me leave that alone. But the point is that in this world... Oh, let me give you another example. I, I'll add this. And again, I want to make this clear. I moved on from my previous job so but i'm just using this as an example i believe i mentioned it when i was at that job essentially some of my colleagues would hide certain things for money purposes and the customer because they saw savings believed that oh we're getting such a great deal yada 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 when in fact you were getting ripped off still but you see, that's, that was because they didn't know. And when you don't know, you are subjected to getting bamboozled. So let me state this right now, because I don't think I did in that episode. If you're going, it's not specifically to AT&T. It really, it truly isn't. This goes to any store, which is commissioned or sales-based whoever's listening right now if you are going to a sales or commission-based store whatever service it might be always take the time out to do your due diligence and educate yourself on the services that store offers because if you don't educate yourself you potentially might get I'll just be blunt with it you might get screwed over and you don't have nothing to counter back at that and I'm going to leave that at that. But 
Let's go to the scripture now. Because the Bible speaks on ignorance and how we don't want to be ignorant. So, the first scripture is in Hosea chapter 4, verse 6. And I'm reading from the New King James Version. It reads, My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Because you have rejected knowledge, I also will reject you from being priest for me. Because you have forgotten the law of your God. I'll I also will forget your children. I I want to focus more so on the the first two sentences. So let me read that again. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Because you have rejected knowledge, I will also reject you from being priest for me. See, and the reason why I chose the scripture because it goes in correlation to the definition. Again, lack of knowledge, education, or awareness. If you're reading that scripture, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. So the scripture shows right here that ignorance is connected to lack of knowledge. And people are being destroyed by it. Why? It's destroying their potential and their what's the word I'm looking for their purpose in this world because make no mistake about it everyone in this world has a purpose even if your mama and your daddy or your daddy didn't plan to have you God planned to have you in this world at this time. I know there are probably some people out there, including myself at times, that say, man, I would be more suited for the 80s or the, the 70s. Even Johnny Depp, I saw a quote somewhere where he, he felt that he was born in the wrong era because of his attire style but I'm here to tell you right now that you are meant to be here right now you have a purpose in being here right now God is, is not going to have you here on this earth for no reason just to add to the number of population of the population no, sir. No, sir. And that's why not being knowledgeable more so in the things of God can kill you. Kill you is just a harsher way of the word destroy. Let me give you an example. If you're not educated... For let's let's just say 
for truth. And you're not taught on the importance. Oh, I got a better example. If you're in a relationship and you claim to be a Christian, but you're out there committing adultery or you're cheating on your girl. On the surface, I mean, consciously, you know that's wrong. Every Everybody knows that's wrong. But, it, if you have not educated yourself on the purpose of not committing adultery, of not cheating... You wouldn't do it. You would not do it. I don't care who it is. If you truly knew or know the revelation on being loyal to the soil with your spouse, and I'm going to be transparent. I'm speaking more so to the men because from my experience, it's been the men that's cheated on their wife, their girl. If they truly knew the revelation on that, they wouldn't do it. If they truly love God, again, what does the Bible say? If you truly love me, you obey my every command. That's just the Bible. That ain't Ryan Allen speaking. <laughs> you know, because if you look at the scripture in Exodus, in chapter 20, the description in there reads, you shall not commit adultery. Boom. That's it. If I, as a guy or just being a Christian, when I see that, you shall not commit adultery. Okay. Okay. Never cheat on my girl. And I never have. Never. Whenever I was in a relationship, I I never, never even thought about it. Never. If you look at the scripture in, I, be, I believe it's in Proverbs. It, 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 there's a scripture that reads, He who commits adultery lacks sense. He who does it destroys himself. You know, and just those two scriptures alone should shut you down to committing any sort of disloyal, heinous, and evil act. Because you know what? When you cheat on somebody, that's an evil act. I don't care what nobody says. And that shows your 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 lack of respect. For your partner. And I don't mean partner. Like girl and girl. Or boy and boy. I mean boyfriend or girlfriend. Or husband and wife. That's what I mean. Let me make that very clear. Okay. But going back to the lesson. To the topic of the day. If someone. More so the born again believer. If they are not educated 
if they are not aware of this book of knowledge, which is the Holy Bible, that devil could be whispering in the ear saying, hey, it's okay. You know, if, if you don't get caught, it'll be all right. Because you don't know, that will be, that will potentially lead you down that path. And in my opinion, a path of no return. Because, make no mistake about it, and I believe this with all my heart, once you cheat on somebody, you should just end the relationship right there. First of all, you shouldn't be in a relationship in the first place if you plan on doing that. But for the sake of this conversation, if you cheat on someone while you're in a relationship, you should just shut down the relationship right then and there. You should just break up, move on into other pastures. Because here's why. You'll never trust that person again. Never. You'll never do it. I, 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 I challenge anybody who's listening right now. Contact me on my social media if you disagree. If you were to get cheated on, would you trust that person again? I challenge you. And let me give an example. Meditate on it. Say you got cheated on. Okay. He, this person begs. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I didn't mean to do it. It was in the spur of the moment. Please give me another chance. And say you gave this person another chance. Okay. I'm not against second chances. I'm really not. In that regard, I obviously would forgive, but I would not give that person a second chance. But that's just me. That's Ryan Allen. Say you give this person a second chance. And let's say two years went by. This person didn't do anything, hasn't shown a sign of committing that act again. But say at his job, say one day, he, say one, say, say he's working and he usually comes home around 8 p.m. Say one night, he comes home at midnight, doesn't call, doesn't send a text, no form of communication whatsoever. And when he gets home, he or she gets home, and they tell you that they stayed home, they were late, staying, they were staying at work late. Do you believe them immediately? And I let all of you meditate on that. And that's why I believe that once someone cheats on you, just move on. Just move on. And 
go find somebody that's actually going to treat you with respect. So let's go back to the, let's go back to this lesson. So when we just read Hosea chapter four, verse six, essentially not being knowledgeable about the word of God can destroy your life. And you don't want your life to be destroyed for reasons I gave earlier. Okay. Second scripture I want to read is Second Timothy chapter 2, verse 23. Verse 23. Let me get there real quick. Okay. But avoid foolish and ignorant disputes, knowing that they generate strife. Now, let me provide some context to the scripture. So, this is the Apostle Paul speaking to Timothy. And for those who don't know, Timothy was essentially a scribe to, as my pastor would say, the great apostle Paul. And for those who don't know what a scribe is, it's, bas it's basically a personal assistant, <laughs> basically. And in this scripture specifically, he's commanding Timothy on what to pursue and what to flee. I mean, if you look at the previous two scriptures, I'll give it a little bit more context. So let me read that. Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from the latter, he will be a vessel for honor, sanctified and useful for the, for the master, prepared for every good work. Flee also useful lusts, but pursue righteousness, faith, love, peace with those who call on the Lord out of a pure heart. Again, it's Apostle Paul reminding Timothy of what essentially to avoid and what to pursue. And in the scripture, at the very end, and and verse 23 he's telling him avoid foolishness and again a fool is not someone who's stupid it's someone who just doesn't know god that's what a fool is and avoid ignorance so what does that mean Pursue education, pursue knowledge, pursue the word of God. Because if you, and that's, and you're not obviously pursuing ignorance, but if you allow ignorance to take over your life, it can potentially build up strife. And strife could be animosity, it could be jealousy. You know, I remember when I was younger and I went over a, a childhood buddy of mine's house one time and I won't say his name 
but I remember he had, and growing up, my mom didn't allow R-rated video games, or allowed me to have R-rated video games, so whenever I would go over, well, when I went over this guy's home, this dude had all video games, all the video games that I ever wanted. I'm talking Grand Theft Auto, Call of Duty, all of those action-packed video games. And I would tell my mom, say, Ma, this guy got <laughs> all these games and I'm only allowed to have NBA 2K. Like, let me have this game. And then I don't know who told me, but someone had told me that, Ryan, you need to be grateful for what you have because you don't know how they got that game. You don't know. They could have, and this person didn't give these examples, but looking back, you know, he could have got that as a gift from an uncle. He could have bought it on the side and just hiding it from his parents. Or his parents just spoil him, rotten. I, I, don't, I didn't know, and I still don't know to this day. And I could bring up, in that case, jealousy. Because I admit, I was jealous. And it's not good to be jealous. Another example, if you are debating or having a confrontation with an unbeliever, and you're the believer, most of the time what the unbeliever will dispute is complete nonsense because they're of the world. You know, I remember going to the barbershop one time and this guy made the statement and he and he says he's a Christian. I mean, that's what he said. And he told me, and just uh, let me make this clear. Just because you don't know certain things doesn't mean you're not a Christian. Okay, this thing called life is a journey. And every day, even for me, I learn something new about the Bible. There's a scripture in there that I learn or a scripture that I already know or just things of God that I learn every day. I always learn something new every day. So you never stop learning. Let me make that very clear. Just because you're ignorant of certain things. Doesn't mean you're not a Christian. Okay. So this guy, he had made the statement that he could essentially live a life without, essentially that he was always making the case that you cannot live on the Bible as itself. In this life that you need the Bible along with historical information on the history of Christianity 
Christianity and slavery and other things of that nature. But wait a minute. In the Bible, it states that Jesus said it himself. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one, no one comes before the Father except through me. Something like that. Some scripture, some scripture like that. But in that scripture alone, it tells us that the word of God is enough. And I was explaining to him that is it helpful to be educated and the historical ramifications and historical documents of Christianity back in those times? Absolutely. Absolutely. I and I always say to people, if you don't know your history, you're doomed to repeat it. So I'm not against it. But when it comes, excuse me, when it comes to the word of God, that alone is enough. You can become successful in this life with just the word of God. Just the word of God itself. Because God's word is more powerful than any other book in the world. Any other book. Alright, let me get back to my text. <laughs> the and th in this in this part of the the teaching. Here's why we need to avoid ignorance. I've alluded to it many times in the course of this episode. But I want to read these next two scriptures to really nail home the point. The first scripture, and I'm, I'm reading everything from the New King James Version. Version. First scripture, Matthew chapter 7, verse 15. Be aware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravenous wolves. And the word ravenous, because I didn't know the word, what the word defined, it's, it's defined as very eager or greedy for food, satisfaction, or gratification. Oh, let me read that again. The word ravenous, according to 1828 Webster's Dictionary, is defined as be excuse me, is defined as very eager or greedy for food, satisfaction, or gratification. Wow. Wow. Meditate on that. In the next scripture, the next scripture is in Second Peter verses excuse me, Second Peter chapter two, verses one through three. But there are, were also false prophets 
among people, even as there will be false teachers among you who will secretly be in destructive hearsayers, even denying the Lord who brought them and bring on themselves swift destruction. And many will follow their destructive ways because of whom the way of truth will be blasphemed. By covetousness, they will exploit you with deceptive words. For a long time, their judgment has not been idle and their destruction does not slumber. So, why do we need to avoid ignorance? Because we have teachers, prophets, pastors, not my pastor, no siree, not mine. Others, yeah, not my pastor, no. My pastors, let me put that, not my pastors, no. Teachers, prophets, professors, they will attempt to put foolishness in your head to where you start questioning the word of God. There will be people in the church who will say things that will push you out of ignorance or out of their own jealousy or hatred, possibly, or just spewing their own agenda. which is not according to the word of God. You know, <laughs> I remember watching this movie with Tyler James Williams. He, for those who don't know who Tyler James Williams is, he's the, he's the guy who plays Chris and everybody hates Chris. My my colleague Overton, shout out Overton, he recommended me this movie called Let It Shine. It was a Disney Channel movie. And the reason I bring up the movie because in the course of the movie, his dad, which was a pastor, I believe, or a reverend, I don't remember his title. I think he was a pastor. He <laughs> he was very judgmental. Very judgmental because the girl, I believe her name was Roxanne, who Chris had a Chris who was a rapper. That was his character. He well, the pastor in one scene condemned Roxanne because of the way she dressed. And it wasn't inappropriate in my opinion. It, it wasn't. It just it wasn't the 
the religious way where women had no piercings, no makeup, and they wore a long dress. He, the pastor straight up commended, condemned, commended, condemned the girl because of his philosophy and his way of thinking. And even in scenes prior, he would call rap music the devil's music. And let me tell you something. There ain't nothing in the Bible that states that rap music is the devil's music. Ain't none of that. No. But his perception was that rap music was the devil's music. So because he felt that way and he ignored the word of God and decided to teach on his philosophy, his own agenda, doing that, excuse me, doing that will turn people away from the word of God. You don't want to do that. But that goes back to the text in, in Matthew and Second Peter. Be aware, and this is why it's so important to, first of all, seek proper counsel. Seek the right people. Do your research. Do your due diligence. I will admit, I am very... I don't mean to be ignorant. I'm ignorant. <laughs> I don't mean mean to be arrogant. I am very fortunate that I grew up in a non-religious church. And some of you may not understand that, and some of you may do. I'm fortunate. Let me put it to you this way. I'm very fortunate that I didn't grow up with the way my elder statesman grew up where <laughs> you'll be looked down upon wearing piercings, wearing jeans, wearing a hoodie, and other things of that nature. I'm so fortunate and blessed that I didn't grow, grow up in a religious church. And most importantly, I grew up with people who were consistent in the word of God and actually followed the word of God through their lifestyle. I didn't have any false prophets in the church I grew up in. I didn't. So I say to all of you, if, 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 if you're looking for a church who is not religious, I would definitely recommend my church. Again, Christ Victory Center International in Norwalk, Connecticut. We offer service through Zoom and, of course, our physical lo location. If you are interested, you could contact me on one of my social media platforms. But going back, I'm for, again, I'm very fortunate I didn't have any false prophets in my life in the church that I grew up in. So my, if that's something you are seeking, I would just pray for it. Pray, pray, and, and do research. 
read the word. And if you truly seek the word of God, it will reveal itself. It will. When you desire, and of course, the will of God, if you're consistent in the word, if you are living a godly lifestyle based on what you know, you'll be blessed in that regard. You will. You will. Right. Last thing, I, I do want to give a personal example how ignorance, it, not, it doesn't always have to, to be destructive. But as my pastor would say, because of ignorance, you can't miss the mark. You can't miss the mark. So here's my story. Here's, here's what happened to me one time. It was, I believe, it was after my freshman year in college, after I went to Sacred Heart University. And, and at this time, I didn't know what an internship was. I, I, did, I truly did not know. Didn't recall what it was whatsoever. I didn't even have a resume till I got to college. Did not have one. Did not have one. The first official part-time job I ever got, I literally just filled out the application that was on the website. Didn't have a resume whatsoever. And I was fortunate enough because at that same company, I worked a seasonal job the year prior. So I was already in their system. So at that time, I was working as a concierge with my official title. And I remember I got a call one day that, <laughs> oh gosh, that I was, essentially I was offered a temp position at NBC Sports in Stanford, Connecticut. Now, remember how I just said my first official job was a temp job by, that was my senior year in high school during the winter. And again, I didn't know what an internship was. So when the lady on the phone said that to me, and by the way, when I got this concierge job, I just started. So I said to the lady, no, no, thank you. I'm not interested because I'm looking at it as a job. Okay. I didn't know what an internship was. Well, <clears throat> come to find out. It was an internship. And when I was told that it was an internship, I tried to get it back. I couldn't. And the following year, when I asked my sister, one of my sisters, who got me that 
opportunity when I asked her, are they doing the program this year? She told me no. I literally missed out on an opportunity on having an internship with NBC Sports. <sighs> because of ignorance. And that's the whole point of the story. If I knew what an internship was, I would have accepted, accepted it right on the spot. But because I was not educated, because I was not aware, because I was not knowledgeable on the word internship, I turned it down. And again, previous experience, I already worked a temp job. And the lady used the word temp when explaining it to me. And I just started a new job. So I looked at it as, okay, if I do this job, I'm only going to have it for a certain period of time. I'm going to end up leaving this job. And then when I'm done with the temp job, I'm not going to have a job. That's my, that was my thinking. Complete ignorant. Complete ignorant. And that's why it's important to educate yourselves and... And in the things of God, because you can miss out an opportunity, you can miss out, miss out on an opportunity such as that. Boy, let me tell you, if I had done that internship, I, I, I would have been way farther than I am now. I'll tell you that because I would have had that on my resume and I'll even go this far. It would be more than likely I'll be working at a network right now. More than likely, knowing my work ethic, my my knowledge, my wisdom through the word of God. I, I'd probably be working on a network right now if I had accepted that internship. But I didn't. I learned my lesson. And that's the lesson for today. Educate yourself. Be knowledgeable. Seek knowledge. Be aware of false prophets. Avoid it. Avoid ignorance. It's detrimental. That ignorance is bliss crap. It's what it is. Crap. There's nothing bliss. There's nothing joyful. There's no happiness of being and not knowing. There's no, there's no happiness whatsoever. And that's why I'm telling all of you, educate yourself. Learn. Seek. Seek it. You should learn something new every single day. At least one thing. If you say to yourself, oh, I didn't learn something new today, something's wrong. Something is seriously wrong. And that's all I got for today. <laughs> I hope that all of you learned something new. I hope that all of you 
take something from today's episode and implement it in your life to be better humans and help others. Because getting the revelation of ignorance has without any doubt helped me. Please give this show a five-star rating. Greatly appreciate it. Leave a comment below if you want to. You could follow all of my social media or any of my social media platforms. They'll be in the description below. And with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, stay blessed. Stay well balanced. Thank you.